today, here, <laughs> here's what I want to do. I want to talk about worrying and anxiety a little bit. Okay, I want to talk about fear of the unknown. And I want to talk through just a couple of pieces of Scripture that talk about how God doesn't really want us to worry or stress in life. And the reason that I bring this up right now is twofold. Because graduates, as exciting as this time is, I know that you got a lot ahead of you, right? I mean, you got a new school, got new friends, got new classes. You know, probably a little bit anxious about all of that. Moving away from home. Okay, maybe you're not so much anxious about that one as you are excited about that one. But we are anxious about what's coming up. And the second reason that I bring this up is because I I believe a lot of moms worry. In fact, sometimes I wonder if moms tend to stress out and worry a little bit more than dads do. Just in different ways. And let me explain uh, what I mean by that. Let me give you an example. And I'm going to bridge graduates and Mother's Day in this illustration. Last weekend was very busy in the McElrath household. We had a lot going on as usual, but um, the thing that was out of the ordinary was that Savannah came home and she brought some college friends with her. And so we're entertaining them and Shannon goes into full mama mode and worried about everything. I mean, Shan is just trying, trying all that she can. She is cleaning the house from top to bottom. She even went out and bought some new cleaning at- uh, equipment. And I'm like, I'm like, babe, they're in college. Have you seen their apartments? Like, they don't really care, right? She's cooking and she's baking to make sure they have everything they need. I'm like, they're in college. I mean, just as long as we don't feed them ramen noodles, whatever it's called, right? They don't care. I think it'll be fine. She's making sure that they've got the best place, you know, to sleep at night. And I'm like, they're probably going to binge watch something on Netflix and fall asleep on the couch anyway. Like, you know, they don't really care. But the best part of the comparison between the way the ways that we worry as far as moms and dads, or at least in our relationship, is, is when it came for them to go whitewater after. And they came down here to do that. And so we were down at those rocks, and we were watching, and we were waiting for them to come down and shoot those rapids. And Shannon is so worried that they're going to flip out of the boat. And I am so worried that they might not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see them. I don't want to get hurt. I just want to see them roll. Be honest. How many of y'all have sat on those rocks hoping they flip? Let me see. Come on. There you are. There's my people. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, that's just showing. Oh, in fact, I, we took some video. This was so cool. Okay, so there was this guy. Let me show you this first video. There was this guy that was out here, and he was on a boogie board. And apparently, he's kind of famous for Look at this nut right here. I probably shouldn't say that. He's from Columbus. He's somewhere here. He's probably in church, and I just offended him. But he's out here riding the waves, and he's really good at this. And he's been, we've been watching him, and he is dodging these boats as they come by, which is amazing. And Shannon is so worried that he's going to crash into one of these boats and make him flip. And I'm so worried that he's so good he might not, right? So... Keep going, and this, uh, let me show you this next clip. So, of course, the inevitable happens. He's been doing it, and bam, <laughs> takes him out, and then stop. <laughs> All right, close up. Show the, next, show the next one just in case you can't. Look at that guy. <laughs> Look at him. Straight up in the air. I am loving every minute of this. And Shannon is in the background, and she is like, she flips out into mama mode. Oh, my goodness, Right? And now, if you listen really closely, you can hear me dying in laughter. Listen to this next one. I'm just laughing. I'm like, yeah. 
And they're all, of course, everybody is safe, everybody's fine, but it was so much fun. It just kind of shows the difference between us. You know, usually I'm the one that stresses, usually I'm the one that worries, but when it comes to being a mom and when it comes to those kids, man, moms tend to worry and moms tend to get a little anxious. And it's not just the kids, but moms, man, they do so much for their families. They do so much at the house. They do so much in their jobs. They do so much trying to keep their husbands in line. I mean, you do so much. But you know what? Going back to this, so graduates, moms, we're, I, everybody in here, I think we're all on the same page. We get a little stressed out. And I don't think God wants us to be stressed out. I don't think God wants us to be anxious in life. In fact, I think it's good for us to remember that we were created in the image of God. That we have his fingerprint on our life. And I don't see God walking around in heaven, pacing back and forth, worried about this or that. And because he's not a worrier, I I, I don't think that he wants us to be anxious and always worrying and carry around that stress in our life. So here's the point. I really think one of the good things about God that we should focus on today is how he wants to take those worries and those concerns away from us and teach us how to relax just a little bit. Doesn't relaxing sound good? Moms, I hope you get a chance this afternoon to relax just a little bit. Graduates, I I hope that you relax a little bit when it comes to all the pressure that you feel is coming up in the new year. In fact, to help with this, I'm going to give you four ways to relax a little more and let go of the stress that you might be carrying with you, okay? The stress that you probably brought in here with you this morning. Let's talk about how to relax. If you got your message notes on that app, you can open those up and we're going to fill in some blanks together. So let's go to point number one here. Number one, how to relax a little bit. I got to ask Jesus to be my shepherd. I got to ask him to be my shepherd. And this comes from the 23rd Psalm. All of us are aware of the 23rd Psalm. I used it last week. I'm going to use it again today. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. And here's what we got to do. We got to remember that Jesus is that good shepherd. Because when we do and when we remember that, we remember that he promises to lead, feed, and to meet our needs. How about that? I'm a poet. He promises to lead, feed, and meet our needs. He'll also forgive your misdeeds. He'll help you succeed. I can keep going. Anyway, I think you get the point. But when you wake up, seriously, every morning, whatever we're stressed about right now, wouldn't it be good before you got out of the bed just to sit on the side of the bed? Graduates, when you're waking up in that dorm or in that apartment for the first time, moms, when you're just waking up to get through another normal day, if you just sit on the side of the bed and you say, Lord, I want you to be my shepherd. I'm going to ask for you to lead, feed, and meet my needs. I'm going to trust in you today. Basically, just to ask God to do what he wants to do and to shepherd us through the day. Because if you do, what happens, and what I found, is that when I give that over to him and I learn to trust him and I learn to follow after him and allow him to be that good shepherd, it helps me relax a little bit more. So moms, you may have a parent-teacher coming up. Even before school ends, you're like, man, school is so close to ending, and I still got to have this parent-teacher meeting, and you know it's not going to go well. And you're maybe thinking to yourself, man, I don't really want to hear what they have to say coming my way. But even still, you pray, and you say, Lord, be my shepherd today. 
Lead me in the right direction with my words. Feed me with wholesome thoughts and meet the needs of my children. Maybe ask them to be your shepherd when you're walking into the job, into the next meeting, you know, into that business session that you got to go into that you're nervous about because you got to give a presentation, right? Or maybe ask him to be your shepherd when you're pulling up to the house after a long day of work and you are tired and you know that on the other side of that door are kids needing help with homework. Oh, homework. Lord, be my shepherd. Or for our graduates, when it comes time, to figure out which class to take, right? And then when you're in that class and you're wondering, how am I ever going to pass this class? I've been there. I've been in those moments. Those moments where I just gotta say, God, just be my shepherd. You know, I remember when the girls were little and I always remember those activities that we would take them to do just to hopefully wear them out. You know, when they were little, we'd take them to the playground in the afternoon, just hoping just to get all that energy out because I know that if I could get their energy out of their system, then maybe they would take a nap. And if they took a nap, it meant I could take a nap, right? And so I remember those days of trying to wear them out when they were little, and it was always a good day when they'd want me to carry them back to the car. And Shannon would take one, and I would take the other, and they would just climb up in her arms and basically fall asleep on the way home. And to me, sometimes that's how I look at the good shepherd. Like a mom reaching down to pick up their child that's just exhausted. Those days when you're just wondering, how am I going to make it through today? Those moments when you're just so anxious about what's coming up that you have no strength left. And you just reach your hands up and you say, Lord, take me. Be my shepherd. And the promise is is that he'll carry you through. And when you learn to do that, when you learn to follow the good shepherd, we relax a little more. The second thing we gotta do is I gotta give Jesus access to every part of my life. Every part of my, not just some parts, because that's what we're good at. We're good at sectioning off our lives. But I'm not talking about just some parts and those areas, God, I really need you to show up over here because I'm really struggling with this. No, 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 every part of And the the reason that we tend to be so anxious and the reason we stress out so much is because there are some areas of our life that we don't want God to be a part of, that we don't want to give over to Jesus. Let me put it to you this way. Some of y'all know what it's like to invite people over to the home. And and when you invite people over, there's usually that one room of the house that's off limits. Like you can't go in there, the door's shut. It's usually a mess, didn't have time to clean it. Maybe you had one of those conversations with your spouse and and you're like, you know what? We got all these people coming over, but nobody can use the master bathroom. It is not clean, okay? I don't care if there's a line coming out and around the house for that spare bathroom. They cannot go in there. And we section it off and we say, no way. And sometimes that's how we get with God. We don't give him every area. We got to be willing to allow Jesus to have access to everything. We got to allow him to have full control. So let me give you one surefire way to determine whether or not you've given God complete control over your life and over every area. And here it is. Are you worried? Are you anxious? 
Are you stressed out about something? Because generally what happens is that I'm stressed out in that area that I'm still trying to close off to God. I'm stressed out in that area that I'm still trying to hold on to, right? You know, the problem is we walk around in life and we're like, God, I want you to come into my heart and I want you to come into my life. And then we invite God in. But then once he comes inside, we're like, yeah, but don't go in there. Like, don't go in that part. I'm still not ready for you in there. I'm going ha- to keep control over that one. And I'm going to work really hard in this area. So, so you just stay over here. You stay in your lane. I'll stay in mine. And honestly, that's why we're so anxious. Because if we give Jesus access to those areas, and we allow him to come in, and we allow him to work and give his power and his strength and his grace, then there's really no need to be anxious anymore, is there? Because I've given it over to Jesus. And he promises to be that good shepherd to me. Let me give you another verse that goes along with this. It comes from Matthew 6. It says, Matthew, what what I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax. Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. You'll find your everyday human concerns will be met. Jesus is like, what I'm just trying to get you to do is relax. And I want you to steep yourself, steep it. Just get in deep with me. Give, give everything you have over to me. Allow me access in every part because if you do, you'll relax a little bit more. All right, point number three. Let's keep going. I got to give Jesus my worries in prayer. I got to give Jesus my worries in prayer every day. We just went through a whole series on prayer. Right, going along with just what we talked about. But every day I gotta talk to them and I gotta tell them what my needs are. And here's a reason that we gotta do this. And I didn't share this in the past four weeks that we were going through this series. I kind of saved that one for today. But here's the reason. It always feels better to talk about it, doesn't it? It always feels better just to let it out and, and just to have somebody to have a conversation with. And you know this is true in your life. You always feel better when you're able to talk about something. You know this, if anybody has ever said anything about you that you didn't like. You know, graduates, maybe you had a time in school when somebody gossiped about you and you're like, I cannot believe. And so you start thinking about everything you're going to say to them the next time you meet them. And you're like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that. And then I'm going to talk about that shirt they wore last week because that was just ugly. You know, like you've got it all planned out. And then instead of actually saying that, you decide to talk with a friend. And then once you air it out, once you talk about it, you know, you start to have a little bit more calm, calming presence in your life and you begin to think, you know what, maybe I shouldn't say all those things. It helps to talk things out. God wants to be that one that you talk things out with, right? God wants you to come to him. God wants you to tell him your needs each and every day and to really Lean into him. And if we don't talk to Jesus, and if we don't tell him those things that are bothering us, what happens is that we tend to push those things down inside of us. And when we do that, those of you that are part of my Thursday night date night, what happens to those things that we bury in our lives? You remember that? It has a high rate of resurrection, right? It comes back up. It helps us. It helps us to talk things out. First Peter 5, 7 says this. 
says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Take all your anxiety, all your stress, all your, take it to him. Let him, cast it on him. I heard a preacher one time, he said, this cast is a little bit different than what we think. Usually when we think of cast, we think of rod and reel and you cast something out. The problem with that is that when you cast a rod and reel out, generally you bring it back. Like you cast it out, but then you reel it back in, right? No, no, no. This cast is more like a net where you take a net and you chunk it out there and you allow it to sink deep into the water. That's what God wants. He wants us to cast it and just to lay it on him and let him carry it. So talk to him. How how often do you talk to him? Graduates, how often are you talking to God? How often are you taking those knees to him? Mom, uh, moms, how, how often do you have those moments where you're just telling God what you need and talking through it with him? He wants to be there. It'll help you relax. Number four, number four, last one, is I got to trust Jesus one day at a time. Oof. Y'all, this is so good. And this is just something I got to be reminded of just each and every day. We can't try to worry about everything in the future all at once. We can't. It's just overwhelming. If you want to relax a little bit more, man, we got to take one day at a time, don't we? God, give me, give me strength. That's what we talked about when we were praying and we were praying for our you know, daily bread, our daily needs. God, I just need help today. So Jesus gives this advice in Matthew 6. He says, so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough. You got enough going on today, Right? So what Jesus is saying is don't borrow from tomorrow, right? Because God will give you the grace you need each and every day. There are two days of the week that we shouldn't worry about. That is yesterday and it's tomorrow. Okay, because I can't change the future. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's all going to work out. Why worry about it right now? And I can't change the past. What The past is the past. It's already been done. The best I can do is trust God for right here, right now. And moms and graduates, this is... Let me give you two reasons why not to be anxious about tomorrow. Because that's what we tend to do. We, we don't tend to worry so much about the past. I mean, we do. But we, we worry so much and we stress so much about the future and what's coming. And graduates, you know, what's ahead of us in the new year. One reason that you shouldn't do that is because if you worry about tomorrow's problems, what's going to happen is that you're going to miss the blessings of today. If you're so worried about what's going to happen next, you're going to miss the blessings of being with your friends and family right here and right now. And you might just miss how good God is trying to be. You're so worried about something that's going to come up in a week's time, in a month's time, in a year's time, that you're scared to death of it. And when we worry, we make it worse because we ruin every day between now and then. And the second reason not to be so anxious is because you can't solve tomorrow's problems with today's power. That's not how it works. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get ahead of things. I'm not saying that you shouldn't plan things out. I'm just saying that God gives you the grace that you need each and every day. And when you get to that point, when you get to whatever it is that you're worried about in the future, God promises to give you his power, his perspective, his grace, and his wisdom everything we're going to need. So I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because I want to enjoy today and I know that God's already in my tomorrow preparing all the grace 
and all the power that I'm going to need. So let me recap everything. I, I don't know. Do you, do you find yourself anxious? You know, I'm, I'm talking about moms because I know where uh, anxiety kicks in sometimes with the kids and everything we got going on and graduates and everything that's coming up. But I know that all of us struggle with this. Maybe this is good for us to be reminded of every day. Every day, man. Ask God to be your shepherd, to lead you through this day. Give him access to every area of your life. Let him be fully involved in everything. Pray to him and give him those needs each and every day. And trust God for today and don't worry about tomorrow because he promises to meet your needs. Bottom line is, the more we trust the good shepherd, the less anxious we are. And the more we learn to relax. Let's pray together. God, we thank you so much for our mothers. We thank you for the godly examples they are in our lives. God, please help us to be a blessing to our moms. For those that have given so much, God, help us to return the favor. And God, just be with our families today. And may you, may you bless the moms that are here with the rest and the wisdom and the faith that they need to continue being that wonderful model of Jesus Christ. And God, we also pray for our graduates. And God, we thank you for them, for the hard work and the dedication that they've shown to getting to this point. God, we give you glory for the amazing things that not only that they have done, but for the amazing things that you have planned for their future. And God, we just pray that you would be with them and that you would lead them and be their good shepherd as they journey into that next chapter of their lives. And God, may we all walk out of here Whatever stress or anxiety we brought in here, maybe we just walk out of here today with our arms up, lifting them up to you so that you can carry us. Because when we allow you to do that, when we lean into the good shepherd and we trust you, that's when we understand what it means to relax in your grace. Jesus, we thank you. And we give you everything we have. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.